Welcome to Transform and Thrive. Your host, Helen Lee, examines the opportunities and practical solutions for individuals and organizations to transform and thrive in these times. She shares her wisdom and that of other changemakers impacting our world. Tune in for innovative and holistic tools and empowering strategies to reinvent yourself and or your organization and flourish in a world facing different crises. Hi, this is Helen Lee. Welcome to Transform and Thrive. This is part two of my second interview with Dame Marie Diamond. If you haven't as yet, do listen to part one, which was out last Monday, and also to episodes 54 to 56, the three parts of The Secret Behind the Secret from my first interview with Marie in February last year. Marie is the only European featured in the worldwide movie phenomenon, The Secret, as a feng shui master who also specializes in the law of attraction, having used it since age seven. And she has since become a well-known international feng shui master who has reached more than 500 million people worldwide and has 1 million students online thanks to being in The Secret. As she is now aiming to reach 1.5 billion people, she's not kidding, she's totally focused on taking her expertise, knowledge and wisdom to the mainstream through her free app, podcast, TV channel, books and programs. She has made much of this information available to all free of charge or not costing much at all, while she has she also has a large number of celebrity and high-ranking and high-paying clients as well. Marie is a woman after my own heart. We are both dedicated to helping people all over the world to raise their spiritual quotient and therefore committed to contributing as much as we can to the massive spiritual awakening ahead of us and raising human consciousness. In this episode, we talk about war and conflict, where human consciousness and our spiritual awakening is at, and Marie's focus this year to help others. Enjoy. Um, what about war? About war. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's why I'm saying, you know, there's depending on the leader. So about um, the leader of Russia is a dragon <coughs> so um, we always need to be a little bit careful on how the dragon can always come out of a corner without you expecting something so this like you know he can say one thing with his fire and his tail can do something else so um, but normally in a wooden dragon here um it's like when we look at uh, 64, it was like we're, we, we were in a time where we wanted to end um, the whole Vietnam, uh, I would say, war. So people start coming up more. So people start speaking up more in um, a wooden dragon year. And especially this year, it will be the women that will rebel against um, you know, if something is not okay in their country. So the mothers, the wives, the sisters, uh, the women have strong power. They will speak up. They won't hold back. And I don't know where that is exactly going to be, but women 
um, will kind of come forward and say if they don't agree with their leaders. So that will be an interesting uh, look at what's going on. Um, but normally in the wooden dragon year, people are done with all the war, they're done with, um, and they're looking for peace. Already in the rabbit year, there was already more tendency, people just want to have things finished. In the wooden dragon year, we, we want that even more. So we want war to end. We want to go back into harmony and taking care of our families and and just prosper again and have good economies. And um, so if, you know, um, leaders out there in the world are listening to their functional masters, they will definitely um, choose for um, calming down anything with war and start looking for peace negotiations. And the Middle East? Yeah, so that is an interesting thing. So last year, um, I I told people that the conflict was very strong in the Middle East this year, and that I saw conflict happening there. So I think it will ultimately um, slow down, but I don't see a complete healing aspect yet. People will still be very upset about what has happened from you know, the leadership that is in um, both Israel and in um, in the Palestinians. So it's it's more, it's not so much that the people want all this. They just want peace and harmony. It's leaders, you know, that make decisions that are not always in the best interest. Or they don't always take care so much about the suffering of people. So I think it will still um, continue. But I think the, the worst part in, in that sense, worst it's a strong word to say, but I think the uh, the intensity um, was this year and it's slowing down till I think we'll ultimately come to more a peace or a re retreat solution. Okay. I think now there will be more a conflict towards Europe, actually. So, um, so in Europe, um, we'll definitely need to do extra um, support for... Um, it could be more attacks or more violent reactions. Um, people getting upset with, um, you know, uh, there's a lot of uh, elections also happening in, in Europe actually this year. So a lot of um, violent this, reactions. This year is 2023? 20, 24. 24, no, 24, okay. Yeah, in the wooden yeah. dragon there. So a lot of elections happening there. And so I feel that uh, a lot of, you know, I would say frustrations that have been um, living in people's mind and heart um, is actually going to show up uh, even more. And I, unfortunately, especially in Europe, I see um, unhappiness about, um, from some populations towards immigrants from the last 20 years that this will rise and um because of that i i see a lot of swing to the to the right to the um anti-immigrant policies what is you know a, a sad thing in a way because you know i do believe we all are you know children of god and we all want to live together and support each other so I think politically there will be a swing to the right in uh, Europe. And I, I'm not sure if that will be a good solution, to be honest. Yeah. 
Well, I, I think people are still not quite ready yet to think we. I mean, like, like you know, on a big scale, you know. No, they're not, and yeah. it's also because people. I mean, um, it will be important for you know governments to focus on it, integration, you know, um, but still people are getting upset about certain things. And I mean, I, for me, it's, it's, it's strange because, you know, I've been an immigrant in many countries, you know, and so I've been in a country where I am starting all over. I, I've gone through that experience. Yeah. Where I had nothing when I came to America in, in 2001, I had nothing, literally, I was just with a few suitcases. And so I understand perhaps more than most people, how when you choose to live and go to another country where you want to follow your dreams and you want to really grow and, and make your family prosper and, and grow, you know, it takes a lot of um, effort, a lot of challenges and not all the people see that right they only see that when it does work well for you but they haven't seen your suffering and your challenges right so i think more compassion will be needed um towards somebody else and i always say like try to step in the shoes of somebody else and and feel their suffering and and see what they went through but not everybody is ready for that i mean there's there's yeah. definitely a Split energy. There are people that are aware and awake and that can do that. And then there are others that are just so focused on still survival. And I mm. don't understand them too, you know, from their perspective. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's something that that coming together will be before we get there, I think we'll definitely get into a more extreme version uh, of society where people or, um, you know, like focusing on their own needs and their own well-being instead of looking at the common grounds that people have with other people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 you know, like if, if everything else, there needs to be a balance, right? You, yeah. you, we, we owe it to ourselves to take care of ourselves. Yeah. We, we must... Uh, also love and honor ourselves right yeah and and the more we can do this in you know then the more we can also think of others you know right. and, and and give to others right yeah so we have to start with ourselves first because we need to find that balance and that peace and that's why i do believe so much in feng shui because if your home has that peace and balance then it will be easier for you to have that also in yourself and you then can um, thrive more and you can share more with uh, other people around you. And But that is still a challenge for a lot of people, you know, that they are not finding that inner peace yet, you know? Yeah. And um, and sometimes that's, that's perhaps the first focus that you need to have right now, you know? Yeah. I mean, you, we, we talked about the spiritual awakening. Um, in, in your, from your point of view, how well is that going? Yeah. Well, it's really interesting. Um, I feel like something is really shifting towards a younger generation. 
So right now, for example, on TikTok, so many young people are talking about manifestation and the secret. And so it's like, I feel, um, or a positive mindset or taking care of yourself. I feel like, you know, TikTok a few years ago was all about dancing and, you know, doing all these uh, tests and, and, you know, throwing a bucket of ice cold water over you. But now it's like changed really that the young generation is more and more open to um, to hear, um, you know, the changes. And I see that with in my own work um, where I I see the, the videos picking up by the younger generations, you know, like um, if it's on Instagram or on TikTok or, or other uh, areas where we feel people are are hungry. You know, the younger generation is really hungry. They, they are looking for, and I see that even with my daughter, you know, in UCLA that, um, you know, people are um, checking out her mom and, and seeing if, you know, what she's teaching. So I see that also on our, on our app or free app that we have that you can download on any app store where it's a, you can find out your energy number, start with your feng shui, do meditations. So I see the people in my, in my classes, I see more and more the younger generation coming forward. So I would say, yes, I do really have a lot of hope for that. And but sometimes they just only hear something and they 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 don't always know. They they hear the bell, but they don't know always where the bell hangs yet. Right. So they're like getting there. Um, and I think in the next five years that will be a great difference. So Am I enthusiastic and, and hopeful? Totally, right? I see the young generation going there. Um, and I, I see that in just, you know, when I'm speaking on, on podcasts and, and radio shows, younger generations are just really reacting um, because they they believe they, they need to listen to the elders, you know, and... Um, and and they're ready to share that again then with their communities, you know, because they have communities. They really do with social media communities. They do connect with them. So I I think it's going the right direction. Yeah. Um, what would you focus on uh, to help people in yeah. in twenty twenty four? Well, I think what I focus on is to make sure that my uh, work that is talking about feng shui is going mainstream as possible because I feel it's a really missing link. And like we just got in a book out, Feng Shui Your Life, that is on all major bookstores and, and uh, it's published by Hay House, um, focusing on getting more um, television out. We have several other projects for that so that the mainstream people, um, you know, because especially, for example, in the United States, people are very connected with um, their religion, yeah, their belief system. What is totally fine because feng shui has nothing to do with that. It's just an energy system. But I want people to understand that if they can change something in their environment, that um, they actually can benefit their, their family, 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they, so my making that mainstream, I do believe I can help the mainstream people that are not so awakened yet, that perhaps not spiritually yet, in where they are in their home, yeah, where they live, to start making gentle shifts towards more harmony and balance. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we'll also create more compassion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I remember this one woman and a few years ago, I went to see her in Texas and she was very much focused and politically and, and religiously in a certain way. And I'm not saying it's wrong or right. It's just it, it was what she was. And um, now I see her, she started doing feng shui. And now I see her three years later and she's so spiritually awakened and so thinking differently that I'm like, yeah, that's what the feng shui did for her. You know, mm -hmm. it's that she was, instead of being extreme, because she was a little bit, from my point of view, more in the extreme direction, mm -hmm. because extremism is not being in balance, right? Mm -hmm. So, and now she's much more in balance. She listens more because she couldn't even at that time listen to other people's thoughts about politics and religion. And now she's much more in the middle. And I think that is ultimately, you know, what we want for in the mainstream to get people more in the center so they can listen more to each other. And uh, not that they have to agree, but at least there is a level of opening, a level of compassion towards each other's view and point of view. And so because the last 10 years, we really went a little bit too much into, I know, um, a certain way I believe a certain way and they became too extreme yeah and I don't know if that's the same in Asia but definitely in Europe and in North America that became too extreme and we need to find that balance again and I do believe if you create balance in your home you will create balance in your heart and yeah. so for me that's my big focus for next year is to yeah. uh, contribute to the mainstream um being as much as I can on uh, mainstream media to just, um, in, in, I would say, almost bring this angle in um, so that I am not um, reacting to their opinions. I'm just, you know, a functional master that helps them to find some peace and balance. And um, But I know out of experience that once they go there, that they will find... Um, you know, a much more balanced lifestyle um, about themselves, with their family, um, so that we, we can get into another level of awakening, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, balance in home, balance in heart, multiplied by many people, then Correct. we have yeah. balance in the world, right? Correct. Yes. Right? And, that's that's and, what I really want to use. It's, I call it a feng shui of the world. It's a feng shui of humanity that I'm focusing on. Of course, I'm going one by one by teaching people, you know, hey, there is so much information you can find online. That's why we keep the app uh, for free, all the major information on it, because I do believe that this is helpful for people. Um, it's my contribution and that's why I do so many interviews because I don't know who is ready to hear this, right? And so the more I can, perhaps there's a, a little aha moment that when they listen to you, Helen, 
uh, a little aha moment that people have that suddenly is like they hear it once, they hear it twice, they hear it in so many um, moments that they start seeing, oh, I need, I could change my perception. I could change my way of looking at the world. Yeah, you, you're very good about uh, accepting interviews and just generally, you know, you really are very conscientious, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, and productive. Yeah. I, 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 I try to be because, you know, um, this is the time to do it. And we can't wait another 20 years, to be honest. Um, it's now. Yeah. yeah, it is now. I greatly admire Marie's dedication to her sole purpose and her ability to achieve so much of her life's work, as well as have a happy and stable home life, where the needs and aspirations of all members of the family seem to be well taken care of and in sync with each other's needs and desires too. This means that she has successfully created balance and harmony within her own home and personal life and is intent on helping a billion and a half people all over the world to do the same with theirs. And as I mentioned in our conversation, balance in the home, balance in the heart, multiplied by many people, will result in our having balance in the world. I have successfully practiced feng shui principles in my own home with the help of a great feng shui master and must say that it really helps to create greater peace and prosperity, albeit up to a point. I have also seen the difference when I have not used any feng shui methods where I live. But as I previously discussed with Marie in my interview with her last year, destiny is also a big factor in determining what we experience or not. And this is coupled with the inner work that we do and that I facilitate for others. For instance, we can come to a stage in our life where everything flows beautifully, where we have already raised our consciousness to a high level and we synchronistically move into a home where the energy fits us perfectly and totally supports us at all levels, simply because of the divine plan and timing. With regard to the human need to have balance and the immigrant issue in Europe, where I talked about our owing it to ourselves to take care of ourselves and that we must love and honour ourselves and that the more we can do this, then the more we can also think of others and give to them. I would add that the unwavering vision I have held for more than 40 years is that of abundance for all. This means peace and plenty for all human beings, all sentient beings worldwide. And people mind not sharing their space and what they have because they are still coming from an old and very ingrained program of lack and limitation. Most humans still do. And so all that is old and outdated as we ascend must emerge fully and even forcefully, as will be the case with this immigration situation in Europe, so that it can be totally dissolved. I have spoken at some length about war and conflict and the dismantling of the old within us and all our organizations and systems worldwide in episodes 93 to 95. 
which are parts one to three of my series on prepare for a promising 2024. This dismantling of programs within us and built into our structures and systems globally would see us experiencing and witnessing the rising of our individual and collective egos and shadow selves before they can be dissipated, healed, or, and merged with our higher selves. So it may be pretty rough as a result, but this needs to be the case before we can say en masse, enough of being and living this way, enough of fighting, aggression, and violence. We need peace for all before we can have abundance for all. In any case, the entire cosmos and all of heaven are supporting us throughout this process, and we will do ourselves and the whole universe proud in transforming ourselves and our world together. Obviously, those who resist the ascension process that is divinely designed and orchestrated for humanity to massively evolve at this time and resist our own transformation and that of the world, well, they will have to face challenges of their own. What I would recommend everyone as a solution in these times is to increasingly move towards absolute alignment within yourself. This refers to the alignment of your three primary energy centers or networks of intelligence, which are your head, heart, and gut. When these three centers are aligned, the three primary aspects of who we are here on earth also get aligned. They are our human self or small s, soul self or big S, and spirit or source self or biggest S, which can be variously referred to as the universe, pure consciousness, vastness, creative power, or higher power, etc. This alignment would bring us the balance and harmony we want and need. And when we are aligned as such, we can also align with what our higher heart and soul would like to create or manifest at any given moment. All this is part of the ontological coaching methodology I was guided to create in the year 2000 and constantly honed in the last 23 years or so. I would like to invite you to my free Zoom event on February 3rd, which I am calling the Choose Joy Revival to celebrate the wonderful new era we are moving into now, where we can return to who we really are, to great joy and freedom, balance and harmony, peace and plenty, ease and grace, the true nature and soul power, the wholeness and holiness, and the invincible love that we all are. Invincible because we are eternal and can neither perish or be vanquished, and the same applies to this powerful love. This event is to celebrate you, to celebrate our new life, and the second year anniversary of both my podcast and membership club, Transform and Thrive, and my upcoming 100th episode, all rolled into one. I acknowledge that it takes great resilience, great tenacity, 
great adaptability and great willingness for us to genuinely transform from deep within. And although we have a long way to go yet, without transitioning from one state of being to an infinitely elevated one, we can journey together with great joy rather than struggle through massive challenges and change, feeling alone and in despair, not knowing how we can even begin to thrive. Yet, we can even thrive immeasurably if we know how, and we can encourage and support each other along the way towards this end. So, if you'd like to join us, simply write to us at inquiries with an IES at lehighs.com, inquiries at lehighs.com, E-N-Q-U-I-R-I-E-S at lehighs, L-E-E-H-E-I-S-S.com or connect with me on our various social media pages. Just check out the links on the webpage of the platform you are listening to my podcast on right now. I will also be giving away awesome prizes as part of the Choose Joy revival. To participate and register to attend, I would ask you to go to my podcast on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to Transform and Thrive there and leave a review for me. Preferably a five-star review, of course because that's what we've had so far. So please help us to keep it at five stars and help more people in the world transform and thrive, which is what I am called to do this year. Email the photo or screenshot of your review and send it to us at inquiries at lehighs.com and confirm your attendance at our one and a half hour Zoom masterclass on February 3rd, which will be at 10 p.m. Singapore time, 9 a.m. EST in New York, 6 a.m. PST in Los Angeles, 2 p.m. GMT in London, and 3 p.m. CET in Paris. Your name will then be included in the lucky draw that will take place at the end of the Choose Joy Revival event. And the first prize is six months of our Transform and Thrive Membership Club, which means you get to attend six one-and-a-half to two-hour group sessions from April to September this year. For the second prize, you win three of these group sessions. You can attend from April to June, and the third one is one group session in April. I personally and powerfully help transform people at these sessions so that they can thrive greatly. And it will be especially great when people when people fully collaborate at these sessions. And I very much look forward to he- hearing from you and to supporting you. This is Helen Lee on the Transform and Thrive show, sending you so much love and wishing you endless possibilities of great joy and freedom, peace and abundance at all levels, now and always. Let's create a truly, truly wonderful, balanced and genuinely caring world together and great fulfillment and dreams come true for ourselves and others together as we expand the love, peace, joy and abundance within ourselves. We can emanate 
all of it to the world too. Happy transforming and thriving, my beloved friends. You most definitely have the power to do so masterfully and joyously and to make a real difference. We can all move towards ultimate mastery now and together. Thank you for joining me. Your presence is vital and very, very much appreciated. As always, bye for now.